verse 14 reads this way out of Matthew 22. Uh, For many are called, but few are chosen. And that's out of the New King James Version Bible. But it says in Matthew 22, verse 14, for many are called, but few are chosen. Now, when this statement is made, there's there's a scenario going on here. So you go back, you normally, if you read a scripture, you go back to the beginning of the chapter and begin to read, sometimes even into the previous chapter and begin to read so you can get a better understanding. So uh, there's a wedding banquet that has been prepared. Uh, in this wedding banquet that has been prepared, and Jesus is telling a parable, uh, there were there were invitations that went out. Uh, there were many who received the invitation, but they made light of the invitation that they had received. Um, and even to the point to where those who were sent with the invitation were beaten and killed. Uh, so the master of the ceremony decides that, okay, we're going to we punish them. And then we're going to step outside of the guest list and we're going to begin to find others. So he says, go out into the streets and, and go gather. He said, <laughs> the scripture says both good and bad. So, so both good and bad. So go out there because we got to furnish uh, this wedding banquet because we have so much already prepared and we have so much food and all that on the table. So we got to furnish it. So he, they go out and they, they begin to bring people in both good and bad. And they, they furnish everything. There's one individual that's there that doesn't have on the proper garment. So there's an address to that particular person. And then we go into the scripture in Matthew 22, verse uh, 14, that says, for many are called, but few are chosen. Now, as we talk through this, it's very important to, to know the time and the seasons that we're in. Uh, in this, when this particular chapter starts out, it's talking about, it's talking in reference to the kingdom of God. This is how the kingdom of God operates. So we're in a season for me, I know I wasn't the first choice and that's fine. Uh, David wasn't his first choice, but he was best king. So I know I wasn't the first choice. I know I am the result of someone else making light of the calling or the invitation uh, that was received or the opportunity that was given. Okay, and let's let's talk into that just a little bit. Um, opportunities been given ever since this earth uh, came into existence. So you have to understand that there's opportunities and disappointments. So wherever opportunities are given, there's also disappointment. So if this individual over this wedding banquet has given opportunities, so many opportunities. And then there is a, a making light of, I think the message Bible said made light of the invitation or the opportunity. And then there is a response and then there's a choice, a broader choice. There's a broader choice. So in this particular scripture, you should begin to see a broader choice being made. Okay. I had a, a my number one would have been I was not on the guest list. So there was a guest list. If there was invitations that was sent out, there was a guest list that was made. So I wrote in mine because uh, I'm where I am now, I was not on the guest list. Many of you who are listening to me back in the day, you were you may have not made the guest list, okay? Um, because some people who made the guest list didn't value the fact that their name were on, was on the list. I'm going to say that again. Some who made the guest list did not value the fact that they were on the guest list. They made light of being on the guest list. So originally, 
uh, for me to be in a position that I'm in now, I was not on the guest list then. Not saying that God didn't know me, didn't choose me. I was not on the guest list then. So I wrote it down. I was not on the guest list. Number two, everything is prepared. And if everything is prepared and the ones who were on the guest list are not coming because God in the kingdom is about good stewardship. It's, a, it's always about good stewardship. Nothing about the kingdom is, is outside of stewardship. So if I was not on the guest list and those who were on the guest list, so there's more food and more opportunity prepared and not, not enough recipients. So there's, there's more than enough preparation, but not enough people uh, recognizing the seriousness and the heart of, of the one who is throwing this banquet. So he looks out, he sees his guest list. After seeing his guest list, he sees the response of attendance uh, of VIPs and the VIPs doesn't match the guest list. So he says, we got to furnish this banquet. We got to make sure every seat is filled. We got to make sure that all the food is utilized, all the opportunities are utilized. So what we're going to do is we're going to stretch broader. We're going to go outside of the boundaries of our guest list just because everything is prepared because couldn't go back and send the food back. Couldn't go back. He's going to, you know, in normal days, you still got to pay uh, whether the people show up or not. So his venue that he has is is, you know, it's got to be paid for. The food for the catering has to be paid for. The decorations have to be paid for. All of that was done. Everything was prepared. I want to announce to you, everything is prepared. Everything is prepared. Everything is prepared. Uh, as I get go into a towards number three, uh, is that, that the guest list was prepared I don't think my name was on that guest list. I did not receive an invitation, okay? But everything is prepared, even though I did not receive an invitation. Many of you did not receive an invitation, okay? Uh, you, weren't, you weren't sending some special postage to your house. You weren't, you weren't the one that they, you know, they rolled out the red carpet for. But that doesn't matter in this season because there's some things that's gone on prior to you that's impacted the thought pattern of the steward, the one who's over everything. So there are some things that's going on, almost like I could say there's been some disappointment prior to you that caused you to be chosen. There's been some disappointment that I, I never... I never worry about what came before me that's not active now. The reason it's not active now is because it didn't, did not take seriously the opportunity that it was given. That's why, that's why I don't worry about that. I just try to make sure that I respond. In this season of your life, you have to make sure that you're responding. Please, according to this scripture, do not make light of this opportunity in your generation that God has something that's fully prepared. He says, I prepare a table before you in the presence of my enemies. You may get invited to something that was prepared for someone else, but you reap the benefits of it. 
okay so before I go into number three I, I, I am going to go back into number one number one I don't know about you but I was not on the guest list I was not on the guest list I was maybe not the first thought but that's fine the the wedding is already prepared somebody's got to be there somebody's got to do it somebody's got to be a part of it I just suggest myself so instead of being on the guest list instead of receiving an invitation okay so you weren't on the guest list your name wasn't on there I don't know if you ever been to any places and and they they they're looking through the list trying to find your name and your name's not on there and they have to write your name in I don't know if you have experienced that but your name is not on the guest list but everything is prepared but your name is not on the guest list so everything was prepared your name was not on the guest list so now because everything is prepared the Lord does this because he he's kingdom he thinks now I'm going to because everything is prepared and I am not wasteful my anointing is in the earth my giftings are functioning in the earth everything is prepared for this major move of the spirit whether it be in church whether it be in the marketplace whether it be in government whether it be in education wherever it be everything is prepared so what I'm going to do I am going to reach outside of the guest list and I am going to go and pick and choose everyone that will come to this wedding banquet that that that's major within itself so even though I wasn't the first choice even though I wasn't on the on the guest list the preparation for the wedding banquet it calls the steward over the wedding to have to look for somebody like me because somebody else made light of the opportunity to attend the wedding sure enough so as we get into number three maybe I wasn't picked for on the guest list my name wasn't on the guest list so you had to because my name wasn't on the guest list you had to come out and choose me so you sent your stewards out and your stewards went out even though I wasn't on the guest list your stewards went out and picked me so that everything that you want done will be furnished so I came to tell you this morning nothing's wrong with coming behind people who were not open and not ready for what was already prepared I'm telling you now that the Lord has chosen you somebody write that down I am chosen I am chosen I am chosen I you know you the one you're the one so it was not by mistake it said he chose both good and bad so no one was looking at the fact that you weren't perfect when they chose you. They're trying to furnish the banquet. So they chose you because they were trying to furnish the banquet. So you with half of your flaws, some of you with all your flaws, God chose you anyway because he is trying to 
furnish his banquet that many said it is not important. It is not something I'm putting on my priority list. It is not something that I want to do right now. See, so so I'm, I'm going to tell you about me. Can I talk about me? There is no way I'm going to make light of my opportunity when I know I wasn't on the guest list. And I realized that the, the everything is already prepared. And I realized that God has gone outside of his perimeters of operation to choose me. I am chosen outside of the normal way of operating. And you think I'm gonna wake up and not pray? You think I'm gonna not give God glory? You think I'm gonna let something sidetrack me now when I, when I am chosen and he didn't choose me out of my perfections. He didn't choose me out of all the things I've done right. He chose me because I said yes and come on in. And I was willing to dress the way he wanted me to dress so that I could attend this wedding feast. Let me tell y'all something. Uh, you know, if you, your dress was a representation of your attitude, your dress was a representation of, of, of you know, where you were coming from. And if you're willing to put on the righteousness of Jesus Christ and attend this time, this banquet that he has for us. And I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, this is good stuff. This is a good season. This is the best season of your life. Some of you got to learn how to wear something that somebody else uh, has prepared for you. Righteousness was prepared for you. It's called the righteousness of Jesus Christ. So there was one individual that was there that did not wear the garment, did not wear the righteousness. In other words, he may have been self-righteous, may have thought his own gift his own talents, his own abilities was enough. No, it's not enough. When you're coming into somebody else's banquet and they have prepared a garment, Bible speaks of garments, it's prepared a garment for you to put on. It is the garment of righteousness. Those who feel like they're completely righteous, their righteousness is this filthy rag. So now you put on the righteousness of Jesus Christ which covers your flaws, which covers where you came from, which covers I feel like preaching right now, which covers everything that can happen to you, which covers all of your weakness, which covers all of your, your insecurities, which covers every single thing that could be and has happened to you. It covers it. When it covers it, now you're walking around in a banquet. You don't know where the spoon, the forks, and the knives go, but you're there at the banquet. You don't know all the protocol of the banquet, but you're at the banquet. I'm telling you now that the Lord has prepared the these type of things for us and because others did not have honor and respect towards the opportunity to time the season didn't understand the significance of the season didn't understand the timing of God didn't understand that this is high time to awake out of your sleep this is time to not be distracted by anything and everything that goes on you got to realize when a distraction comes up because God has invite uh, chosen us he didn't invite us God has chosen us to be a part of a royal banquet that we were not even on the list. He just had everything prepared and he said, I'm not going to waste the space. I am not going to waste the food. I am not going to waste the, ca the catering. I'm not going to waste anything. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to reach out and I'm going to choose a Stephen A. Davis. Yes, he did. I'm going to choose a Stephen A. Davis in the midst of all this. I'm going to choose me a Stephen A. Davis and I'm going to dress him in righteousness. I'm going to put the anointing on him. I'm going to give him the appearance of 
royalty as he belongs in this arena that I have chosen him for. You are not on the guest list. You did not receive an invitation in the mail, but you are chosen. You are hand picked. You are hand picked. When God starts hand picking you and he sends people out to hand pick you, don't you ever make light of it. You do whatever you need to do to be where God wants you to be and let God do what he wants to do in your life. You'll go from rags to riches. You'll go from sickness and disease to health. You'll go from a place of obscurity to a place of notoriety. God is raising people up like crazy because he is now furnishing the banquet that he has already prepared. So you're going to come up suddenly. You're going to pop on the scene suddenly. You, it's going to like it's going to be like you're going to come out of nowhere. It's simply because God is choosing like that. You're not a selection on a list. In fact, you're not a part of a list. God is shining light on your name. That's why you need to know your name. So when somebody calls your name, you need to know your name because you are the one. Now, I would I would be remiss if I thought that it's just I'm in this huge crowd with all these other people and God doesn't know my name and God didn't no, I am chosen. So the Bible says that many are called, but few are chosen. Why? There were many invitations that went out and because they received an invitation, they made light of the opportunity. So God says, okay, many of them had the opportunity. But now I'm going to choose some people. I'm going to choose some people because I got to fill up. I got to fill up my assignment. I got to fill up my vision. And I'm going to choose me some people that will say, yes, I'm going to choose me some people that will get up at 6 o'clock on a Tuesday morning and listen to Refresh Your Morning with Apostle Bishop Stephen A. Davis. I'm going to choose me some people that I'm going to pour out wisdom, knowledge, and understanding on. I'm going to choose me some people. I'm going to put a garment on. And when they get up, they're going to represent me. And nobody's going to know where they came from all of a sudden just going to be on the scene. I came to announce and prophesy over you that you're about to come on the scene and nobody's going to know where you came from because they didn't pick you. God picked you. Everybody that missed out on an opportunity to pick you and, and, and recognize you, they missed it, but God knows who to choose. God knows who to choose. God knows who to choose and God has chosen you. Regardless of what field you're operating in, we're not going to keep these in the confine of the church. I am not just chosen for the church. You're not just chosen for the church. You're chosen to impact the world. I got to pray, y'all. I feel the Holy Spirit. I feel God moving in this place. I am not going to give him a no. I am not going to be distracted. I'm not going to let anything derail my purpose. I've been selected for something that's already prepared, and you're not going to talk me out of it. If you want to miss it, you want to make light of it, you have to be by yourself. I am not making light of the moment that God has already prepared. He is not going to reprepare. He is furnishing now. Somebody say, he's furnishing. He is furnishing now. He's furnishing what he has prepared now. Now is the moment. Now is the time to say yes. Now is the time to move into it. Now is the time to believe it. Now is the time to let go of whatever it may be that's distracting you from being in the place you need to be in for the time that God has set up by his own timing. You are the one. Let's pray, guys. Let's pray. We got to pray before we start preaching up in here this, this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. 
We thank you for the word of the Lord that gives us guidance. We thank you for the word of the Lord that, that empowers us to walk in that which you have ordained for our lives. We thank you, Lord, that you have selected and chosen us for this time, this season, God. So, God, nothing can cancel out you choosing. The cancellation on those who were many, those who received the invitation, those who were on the guest list, Father, that's one thing. But when you have chosen us, meaning, God, that a name wasn't on the list, but God, you you chose us because you chose us we can't be removed if we're willing to come into compliance and we make a decision regardless of our background regardless of what we come from regardless of what's happened to us we make a conscious choice God not only to attend the banquet not only to participate in this season this time of harvest we choose God to wear the garment of righteousness which means God we did not achieve it on our own so therefore we extend righteousness towards others. We thank you and we bless you and we honor you, God, that you chose us. God, you didn't have to choose us, but you did. You could have looked over us, but you didn't, God. And God, we even pray for those who missed opportunity to say, God, we are grateful for the opportunity that you've given us. God, we've gone through a pandemic. God, millions have died, God, over the years. So we believe right now, God, that you chose us to be here right now. You chose us to be used right now. You chose us to attend something greater than ourselves. God, you chose us even though we weren't even good. We weren't good, but you chose us anyway because you knew how to handle what wasn't good. You knew how to change what was not good. And so we thank you, God, for picking people like ourselves who realized we weren't good, but we are chosen. And we will never think like those who think they qualified. We weren't qualified. We didn't. We didn't even make the list, God, but we're still here. And God, you reached way down, picked us up. You reached into places, God, that we didn't know that you knew exist and poured us out for such a time as this. You saw fit, God, to create winners out of losers. You saw fit, God, to raise up life out of death, God. You saw fit, God, to speak into darkness and bring light. You saw fit, God, to reach out to a people that had no rights, but you gave them the righteousness of Jesus Christ. You saw fit to look over our faults and see our need to be a part of something greater than ourselves. And Father, let us realize that this moment, this time, this season is not your average season. This is not the average season of the church. This is not church as usual. Church as usual died during the pandemic. These people are selected. God, they cannot be in procrastination in these seasons. God, we come against the spirit of procrastination. We come against every distraction right now. We come against everything that's trying to derail this opportunity that you've given them. You've invited them into an arena that was prepared. They didn't prepare it. You had it prepared. God, you opened it up. You opened up the opportunity gate. They gained favor because somebody else was not willing, God. So we thank you, God, that we will not repeat the patterns of those who treated your opportunity as trivial. They got the invitation, God, just threw it on the counter, God. But we will not allow ourselves to devalue the opportunity to be before you, to be used by you. We will not devalue the opportunity you've given us to be a part of something much greater than any generation that has come before us. And God, we believe right now what you're doing is greater than 
anything that you've done generations before us. Our bloodline has never seen this opportunity, and therefore many in our bloodline, they, they opted out of the opportunity, but we refuse to operate in ignorance, Father. We believe that we receive. We believe this is the time. We believe this is the season. We believe that we are the one. We believe, God, that you have, you have showed up in our lives and picked us off of the street. God, we all came off of the street. God, we all came from somewhere. But God, you were so desperate to, to fill your marriage banquet that you pulled us in. You pulled us in, God. You didn't ask us about our resume. Father, you didn't ask us about our background. You just pulled us in. And God, you already had garments prepared for us to wear. And Father, if we choose to wear those garments, God, if we choose to wear garments of humility and righteousness, and God, that all of that produces a boldness in us, God, that we will begin to walk in all that you have for us. God, we will never treat anything trivial. We will never treat worship trivial. We will never treat the attendance in a house of worship trivial. We will never uh, treat the calling trivial. We will never treat preaching and teaching of your word trivial, God, because we have been called from a place into a place, God. We have been picked out. We have been chosen for such a time as this. And Father, we thank you and we bless you, God. We're we're fortunate because of you coming out and choosing us, God. What 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 caused you to not be happy, God? We bring happiness to you, God, because you've chosen us, God. You you are being fulfilled through us, God, because we're going to continue to give you the glory. We're going to continue to give you the praise because we know we didn't belong, but because we know we didn't belong and you chose us anyway. God, we're forever grateful. God, we show gratitude to you every single day. It doesn't have to be November for Thanksgiving, God. We show gratitude every single day. And God, we're privileged. We're honored, God, that you would even see fit to bring us into something greater than our lives, God. Greater than what we've experienced before. Greater and higher, God, than anything that we had dreamed about and yeah, our ancestors had ever experienced. We thank you for that. We thank you for empowerment. We thank you for wisdom, knowledge, understanding. We thank you for those things. We're forever grateful, God. And we thank you, God, that we're we're going to show up early, God, and we'll stay late because you am you picked us. You picked us, God. We're not going to take this for granted, God. And I cancel out everything that takes moments like these for granted. I cancel it out. All the conversations that cause you to devalue the greatest opportunity of your life. God, we, we cut that off. We sever that thing right now. God, penetrate the hearts and the minds of your people this morning that you awaken them, awaken them this morning, God, so that they will enter into the best that you have for them. And God, they'll come in, they'll be dressed. That's right. Meaning they'll have the right attitude. They'll have on the righteousness of Jesus Christ. They'll understand it is good for us to be here in this moment, in this time, in this season of the Lord. You saved us from COVID-19. You saved us from any type of attack on our lives. God, you saved us. And because you saved us, we know you chose us. And we know we are the ones for this moment, God. We know we're in this earth for such a time as this. We know that you have selected us, God. You have selected us, God, not because we were in a good place. You selected us because you have purpose and you felt that we would fit your purpose. I pray for every individual 
under the sound of my voice, whether they be listening now or later in the day. God has selected you. You are the one. He has to furnish his plan. You're part of the furnishing of his plan. God chose you because he has a plan. Put your plan to the side. His plan is bigger than your plan. Father, let your plan resonate in our lives. Let us not cancel out something that you set in place. Don't, don't let us be like those who received the invitation, whose name were on the guest list. God, our names were on the guest, we're not on the guest list, but you chose us anyway. And we thank you and we bless you and honor you for it. Father, as we prepare to close, we pray for uh, Yolanda Williams and her family right now. God, she's chosen. She's chosen by you. She's going to get through this time of the loss of her mother. The family's going to get through it because she's chosen, God. You've ordained her. You've anointed her, God. Your plan is before her. her life is going to become better after this than it was before because she's been invited God into a banquet God that no one no one can stop her from enjoying the goodness of God so we bless you and we honor you and we thank you this morning even for all those who may have lost loved ones over the past few, few weeks and months we pray for them God that things will get better I even prophesy over you things are getting better things are getting better you may have suffered a loss but every loss triggers a gain. So things are becoming better. And we're going to keep you lifted up. And we're going to continue to pray for you. And we're going to continue to bleed for you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Well, I've enjoyed being with you this morning. I know this is touchy. Guys, I'm telling you, you weren't on the list. Your name was not on the guest list, but you are chosen, which means you have more value at this wedding banquet that I'm teaching about and preaching about this morning than anything else. You're over so far over into purpose, God's purpose. God placed you there to fulfill his purpose to because he had, he had everything furnished. Everything is ready. Everything is ready. And now you're a part of what God has already furnished. You're going to step out of, it's going to be so drastic. You're going to step out of one thing over into another thing. You're going to have to learn how that thing operates, but it's going to be, it's going to be just like that. It is going to be so drastic. I've had that experience. Guess what? I function in it and I function in it well. You're about to be invited into rooms that will be seemingly overwhelming, but they're not going to be overwhelming to you. You want to know why? You are the one. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. I'll talk back with you soon. Some of you I'll see on tomorrow night. Tomorrow night we'll be celebrating Lady Davis's birthday. Her birthday is on the 17th, but we chose Wednesday night to celebrate. And some of you, we're on the road uh, to the resurrection. So if we Palm Sunday was Sunday. I want you to make sure you get a special seed. Myself and Lady Davis, we're going to have a special seed for Sunday for Passover offering. So you may not have been taught about all that, but I'll teach you. But there's three times a year that you should bring a special offering to the Lord. Get your special offering together for Sunday morning. You can mail it in. You can give it in church. You can use uh, technology. Don't miss the moment. It's going to be great. We're going to celebrate. We're not going to stop celebrating. This is the banquet of the Lord and you have been chosen. Have a great day. 
Hey, if you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on, because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right, log on to StephenADavis.org now, and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.